the rats don't run the city, we do. <laughs> Hi guys, and welcome back to Chatty Rats. I am Natalia. And I'm Sheen. And we're here today with a bonus episode, y'all. That's right, a little spicy spice. You know, these are things that we cut and we just have a little a little more sauce for y'all. And this one is about the fear of tapping into your creative side. It's a really good one. We hope you love it. And here it is. Okay, and the next topic we wanted to cover today is something that is very dear to our hearts because Sheen and I are both creatives. As we said before, you know, I do some comedy and Sheen. I do TikTok. I do fashion stuff on there. And I'm actually exploring new niches. But yeah, I've been putting myself out there online. So yeah, so we both are creative people. Without creativity, we will die and slither away. It's really Literally. important to us. <laughs> and I, I, I don't cry. know. Can you believe that there was a time when we weren't pursuing our creative passions? We wanted to be doctors. <laughs> no offense to doctors. I love doctors. It's just, of course, girl, you would not want me to be a doctor. <laughs> I was definitely born to be a creative. Yeah. I dreamed of it, but I was always too scared to do it. And I was like, oh, I just don't think it's for me for this life. Yeah. I really want to know what made you like rip the bandaid off and make that transition because a question I get and just like a worry I hear from so many people who have deep creative desires within them is, oh, I'm just afraid of what people will think. Or I'm yeah. just afraid of taking that step. Like there's so much fear around being seen, I think. And being perceived. I like that, being seen. So I'm curious how you got over that hump of being seen. Yeah, I mean, we both have immigrant families, so we were supposed to be doctors and lawyers. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Or engineers, I guess, you know? Yeah. (laughs) We were supposed to do those things, uh, a more, like, serious career. Mm -hmm. So I think it's first getting over, for me, like, that cultural thing, right? Like, my mom moved to America for me to tell jokes. (laughs) (laughs) not do surgery sorry (laughs) um so there's that disappointment so i think yes the first thing for me was getting over like the disappointing my whole family in peru that i ain't gonna be the first doctor in the fam (laughs) (laughs) i think that's like number one Mm. and then from there it was like then the next step for me was like my own ego i had a whole ego death because i did not get into grad school Oh, I didn't know this. So not getting into grad school, yeah, because it stung. (laughs) Ah. Um, Was definitely like my, oh, this is not my path. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I actually... That was like the biggest blessing then, you not getting in. It was, because it made me stop, right? Because if I would have gotten in, I would have kept probably going and been miserable. Yeah. And I remember I realized that it wasn't my path because when I did not get in, instead of feeling depressed... I felt oh, relieved. No. I was like, oh, wow. Oh Even though it would be disappointing, I could tell my family, oh, I didn't get in. Oop, can't go. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like, oh, not in my control. Like one of those things. But then I still feel bad about it because of my ego, right? Like, fuck, I didn't even get into one. Like, that is so <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, my GPA was not hot. Um, like I said, you do not want me to be your doctor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. Mm-hmm. And that was my ego death. And then that's when I was like, fuck it. If I didn't get into grad school, why don't I just do my podcast and like do something creative? Because I've always wanted to do it. Damn. And I was a little 
much. I just, I was so afraid that if I did my podcast or mm-hmm. if I did anything creative, it would be embarrassing when I didn't, when I, because mm. at the beginning, guys, like it's going to feel like cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's everyone's fear that it's going to be embarrassing that people It's are going to be cringe. Seeing <laughs> it. Yeah. So my biggest advice is embrace the cringe. I think that if it's your authentic voice, yeah. For me, it was podcasting. I loved it. And then obviously moving into like stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. And then that feeling of feeling alive mm. is on like, for me, like, I feel like I'm myself. Like, it's yeah. the best feeling in the world. Uh, would never have felt that in an OR. <laughs> uh, I was supposed to heal your soul, not your body. Uh, and that gives you a sense of confidence once yeah. you, because now I'm, a year doing comedy mm-hmm. i'm confident in comedy i love comedy the beginning i was cringe i was not good i did not take a class embrace that moment that awkwardness when people unfollow you when you start your yep. hey guys new episode like tune in and people are like ew cringe like that's fine don't worry about them they're sad in their finance jobs like <laughs> jump in yeah what is your tip for that feeling how did you get over that hump How I got over it would be different than my tip, I think, because how I got over it was just thinking about what would I regret more? Am I going to regret not doing this just because of what people think? Mm -hmm. And I felt like that was a big push for me to be like, okay, I've kind of dived into the world of social media. I was doing other people's social media. So I was like, why would I not do my own? Right. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like all this skills that I'm learning, like I could be putting it my own. Let's think a year or two ahead. Once I get to the place where I think I can get to it's not going to be cringe anymore. And I just got to get over that. But I would say my tip is just to start, bitch. Start. Rip off the Band-Aid. Get up and work. (laughs) But since I know that's easier said than done, I think the more realistic thing is find a space where you feel like there aren't many eyes on you. Let's say you do want to do social media because this is the easiest example for me to give. And you're mainly on Instagram. Why don't you get on TikTok or YouTube somewhere where like you don't have an audience and just practice putting yourself out there? Because I I think that that in itself will bring some confidence. I like that. I sort of did that as well. I started on TikTok before like really integrating. Before you came out. (laughs) Yeah, before I came out. And it was it was so liberating, like having this space where like strangers are perceiving me instead of people I knew. Mm hmm. And I think that eventually gave me the confidence to like go full blown out with it. Yeah, I love that. I think that's the best tip is just embrace it. It's going to be a little ugh at the beginning. (laughs) That's part of doing anything creative is like finding your own voice within that. Yes, and that takes time, honestly. I just found my voice. Literally. Because I just started stand up. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's why I started to podcast because I wanted to do stand up and like this is what I'm supposed to do. But it took a while of me not knowing how to do comedy. Yeah. Just doing YOLO, open mics, bombing, like seeing people that were way better than me and me being like, oh, I wish I was like them. <laughs> like, you know, but it's like yeah. those people like either they're naturally very a lot more gifted than I am or they've taken classes and like just practice. Like, just put the time in. Yeah. Just put in the reps. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the best thing. And like like you said, it's like we have one life. What are you going to regret more? Trying it mm-hmm. and failing which honestly, I don't think you will if you just keep at it. If you exactly. Don't- There's no failing. Because even with your example of like not getting into grad, grad school. school, some people would look at that as failure, quote unquote. It is, right? yeah. But it wasn't. It like literally like set your path towards this creative yeah, exactly. like freedom. 
Which is crazy. Yeah, it's the best. The so best that's thing. the thing. Like, throw things at the wall because I think even if, let's say, you start with, like, comedy or something else, it might lead you to another thing. Like, with you as podcasting to comedy. Yeah, and even, like, yeah. I am going to stop doing my own podcast because we're starting yeah. this podcast. And then even with that, right, I felt a little bit like, oh, was that a failure? But it's like, no, just your art evolves along yeah. with you. And from the mistakes from your past thingy, you're going to apply it to your new thing. And even like with comedy, I was more a more confident comic off the bat because I had been podcasting mm. a year and a half before that. Yeah. Like everything ties together creatively slowly. And your brains, just the same way that if you've been trying to be a doctor like me your whole life, <laughs> like the same way that your brain had molded to that for so long. Yeah your creative brain needs to like yes like that that shit was dusty girl like that shit was crusty you're not using that muscle yeah Yeah. so like it's gonna take a minute so allow yourself the time in the same way that you allowed yourself 10 years of trying to be an engineer like just it's okay like yeah (laughs) allow yourself that space and you know at the beginning you're gonna have probably gonna have to do both like I do, like, you know, your girl is not rich from stand up. <laughs> the $20 a gig ain't, ain't paying the bills. <laughs> That's what it takes. Yeah. And it's so fun. Like, what do you have to lose? Even if you take it as like a hobby. Yeah. Like I, instead of like watching TV at night, I go to a mic instead. Mm. It's the same amount of investment. It's just, I'm just doing something else that fulfills yeah. me more. Period. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs>